This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray and look to the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you do in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for these amazing praise reports. There's good, good testimonies that have come out that we can celebrate. Thank you for the birthdays. Thank you for um, the good result, the exam results, and the, the report from the mission field. Everything that we could do today, Lord, we could enjoy today. Give you glory for everything, Father. We thank you for everything that has taken place till now. In our midst. All that has been shared and celebrated, Lord, we give you thanks for it, Father. Lord, even as we're going to spend a little time in your presence, listening to your word, bless us, Lord, with your word. Open our eyes, open our understanding to receive from you. Thank you, Pa. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We've been learning about wisdom. Say wisdom. 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 Let's read that passage before we get into what I want to share with you today. James chapter 1 verses 2 to 6. James chapter 1 verses 2 to 6. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But any of you, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without doubting. But the one who doubts is the, like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Amen. Hallelujah. What is wisdom? We've been talking about wisdom and we came to a, a conclusion. We came to a, a proper definition for wisdom. What is wisdom? What is wisdom? It's your language, words. That's right. Wisdom is words. Say words. Wisdom is your language. Wisdom is evidenced by the words that you speak. The only evidence that you can present for wisdom is the language of your mouth. Good to have you back. Rajasthan. Praise God. We missed you. Praise God that you're back. The evidence of your wisdom is the language that you speak. Just as God by, we, we read in the Bible that God by wisdom founded the world. He established the world by his word. He created the world by his word. You know, we also see that you know, in, in some other places we read that God by wisdom founded the world, established the world. So we know that wisdom and the word of God, one and the same. So just like God by his wisdom expressed as his words, created the world, we too, via wisdom, expressed in words, can fashion the world that we live, fashion our lives. We can fashion our lives by the words that we speak. And this is a very important understanding for us to carry. You know, and we need to wise up, become more wise, and rely on the wisdom of God and choose to speak um, an elite language, a premium language, we have to choose to speak, not the, the, the base language of this world, but a premium language so that we can fashion our world accordingly. Your cheap language, we, we considered this last week, your cheap language will only create a cheap future for you. 
you want your future to be bright you have to speak bright you want your 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 future to be full of the wisdom of god you have to speak the wisdom of god you want to see miracles in your in your future you have to speak miracles into into existence by the words that you speak i want to tell you before it's too late we need to change our language tell your neighbor don't be late in this don't be late to change your language because your words have already done a lot of your wrong words have already done a lot of damage to your life whether you know it or not you don't realize it we've done a lot of damage to our own lives by speaking wrong by speaking contrary to the word of god we are damaging our lives it's not god's will that we uh, you know we self destruct it's not god's plan that we are destructive in the way we in the way we speak but god has blessed us with a tongue that can speak the utterances of god amen and create things into existence and make things come to pass some of you need to hurry upon that language upgradation you know we are so quick to upgrade the system we are so quick to upgrade the software when an update comes we are so quick about it likewise we need to hurry up on that language upgradation because we have done so much of damage speaking so carelessly are you all with me this morning and you have to think about it think about it think about it your life has been affected by careless words your your family has been affected by careless words now some of you are lived old enough to understand that your children have been affected by your careless words some of you might i know of parents who have you know who have come to me after they came to the lord and you know years later they've come to me you know crying and cribbing about their parents and then they they will you know they'll plead guilty of this fact and they say that we are so sorry that we have spoken the wrong things over our children when they grew up we have inflicted pain we inflicted so much of wound in them that led to brokenness that led to them going astray and we don't have no clue that our words are so important even as you are holding your child in your hand you know it's a great responsibility to speak right over your child in your home may the language of the language that you communicate with each other may it be may it be smeared with the word of god may it be smeared with the word of god oozing with the power and the wisdom of god so that your child will grow up healthy not malnourished you want your children to be nourished well include the word of god make the word of god an integral part of your speech in your home at your home your children will be nourished well they look good they'll think smart they'll make the right decisions why you've been speaking right in in your home and they are being raised up in an environment where wisdom is being spoken hallelujah it's such a such a great responsibility that you have and none of us i mean some of you been a parent for so many years maybe for 20 years maybe 30 years maybe some of your parents were maybe 4 months or 5 months doesn't matter what stage of your parenting you are in but if you can change the language that you speak in your home it will affect the future of your children you can bless your children you can bless your grandchildren by the words that you speak you can bless your relationships by the words that you speak you can bless your friendships with the words that you speak and we have to stop becoming destructive about it now you're you're a child of god say i'm a child of god and a loser's language does not befit the child of god a loser's language does not fit the mouth of god's god's children 
and we have this victim lang- victim language come continuously coming out of our mouth we are so swayed by every wind of doctrine we are so influenced by what we see what we go through that we adapt our lingo to the things that we see the things that we go through whereas it should be the other way around we have to speak right and use our words to influence and affect the world that we live in hallelujah Now, this might sound very philosophical this might sound very um like you know i don't know what's the right word to put but the truth of the matter is this is very important this is this is the the, the determining fact this is what determines your future you create your future you create your future you create you fashion your world how did god fashion the world by the words that he spoke you fashion your world by the words that you speak and some i know i know i'm just sensing that some of you husband and wives parents you need to you need to repent you got to repent of being so careless about your language and exposing your children to some of the, wor- the words that you speak some of the things that you speak you know you two years you know our kids were all home uh, you know they were in the in the safety of and the security of uh you know our homes and they went to school and they come back and they they ask us what does this word mean this abusive word or this bad foul word this perverted word because they've been hearing it from their friends who got it from where from their homes now you are, you are, we are destroying you see the, i'm telling you this this generation is responsible for being so destructive towards the next generation and we don't realize it now but as godly parents we have a responsibility if the world the world can go the way they want there's no way that they can correct themselves unless god intervenes but as godly parents as christian parents what kind of responsibility we have in making sure that our children are tuned to the word of god that language is shaped their language must be shaped their language must be shaped i have i've been uh in great distress overhearing the conversation of so called church kids my heart was ripped apart overhearing the conversation of the so called church kids many years back and i couldn't believe that they can speak like that i'm not talking about anger i'm not talking about an emotional outburst i'm talking about regular uh normal conversations which contain all the the beep words not the beep words the censored words profanity coarse jesting and it's alarming how can it creep into the church and you better watch the doors of the church i'm th- i'm giving the responsibility to every every person here every adult here if you overhear anybody talking filth be on their case tell them this is not allowed in the church if you don't like this uh, instruction go find another place that's what it means we don't we will not entertain foul language we will not entertain stupid foolish talk and this is something as as parents we must take the responsibility to speak wisdom when when believers come together wisdom must be spoken wisdom must be discussed and those who overhear our conversation must go like what 
What kind of wisdom is that? The church is speaking and the world is listening. What kind of wisdom is proceeding? We call to declare the excellencies of God. The excellencies of God. God is excellent in wisdom. He's excellent in understanding. That must be our communication. Hallelujah. If your, lang if your language, if your lingo is full of doubting and your language is full of anxiety and worry, your future will manifest all of that. That which you doubted, that which you were anxious about and the thing that which you are worried about will show up in your life. Now, I know of people who constantly blurt out worries. Constantly. I'm talking about believers. Constantly blurting out worries. I don't know how a, how a believer can be so worried in life. I'm not talking about once in a while. I'm talking about this is a, it's a constant nature. They open their mouth, it's worry. Do you know that people can fall sick just by worrying? People can fall sick just by worrying. Can I tell you more? People can die by worrying. If, if a person can, you know, if a person continuously repeat the wrong words, you know, if he resorts to speaking the wrong language continually, he can die or she can die. It can affect the health of that person. It can cause them, cause death. It can bring death. Now, many people are stuck in poverty. You know why? Many people are stuck in poverty. You know why? Because of the language that they speak. They speak the language of poverty. Many do not have because they do not, they do not speak right. See, you must understand. Words are the reflections of your thoughts. What are words? The words that come out of your mouth are... Just the reflections of your thoughts. And thoughts are the, out, the outburst of your mindset. Your thoughts are the outburst, the sparkling of your mindset, your attitude in life, your dogma in life, your doctrine in life, your philosophy in life. That's your mindset. Your mind is set on certain thoughts. And if you allow the world to establish or define your mindset your thoughts will be according to that mindset that's why the new testament believer is instructed that we must renew our minds we must not conform to the pattern of this world but we must renew our minds be transformed by the renewing of our minds some of us have to take this seriously I'm telling you, some of us have to take this word seriously. We got to be transformed. Say transformed. I think the word is metamorphosis. You have to be transformed. Undergo, undergo a change in shape and size. Be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, to the trend of this world. Like I said, the dogma, the philosophy of this world must not influence your mind. If you, do, if you allow that to happen, your mind will be set on those things. That becomes your mindset. And your thoughts are, a, like I said, a sparkling. 
is the buzz of your mindset. Your thoughts are the buzz of your mindset. And your words are merely repeating what you're thinking. It's a reflection of your thinking, your thoughts. So the problem is with the mind. And the, the consolation to the, new, the, 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 the believer is that we have the mind of Christ. Meaning we, have, we can think like Jesus. We have access to the wisdom of God. In us, say in us, is hidden. The thesaurus of Sophia and Gnosis, the, the, the treasure of wisdom and knowledge. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ, who is in us, in the church. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 18. Before I go there, before I go there. The Bible instructs us in Romans chapter 12 to renew our minds. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but renew our minds and be transformed accordingly. You know, what it, what is, what it actually suggesting is, it is suggesting that the end result of that renewal will be, your words will change. Your language must change. Now you can say that my, my mind has renewed and if your words remain the same, you are lying. The proof of the renewal of your mind is the renewal of your language. Is the reviving of your language. If your language has been transformed, that means your mind has been renewed. Huh? Out of the abundance of the heart. The, out of the abundance of the heart. What is the abundance of your heart? What are the treasures deposited within you? It comes forth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A renewed mind will have undergo a change in the abundance of the heart. The treasures of your heart will become the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And it comes forth. The mouth speaks out of the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 18. It's something that I want to leave you with today. Proverbs chapter 18 verses 20 and 21. Hallelujah. With the fruit of a person's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied. He will be satisfied with the product of his lips. Goes on to say, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. With the fruit of a person's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied. It does not say with the fruit of that tree in your garden, your stomach will be satisfied. It says with the fruit of your mouth, the fruit of a person's mouth, not the mango that is, that's uh, blossomed on the mango tree, not the, the, the apple or the grapes that you find on trees, but the fruit of your mouth will satisfy what? Your your stomach, the Bible says stomach. You can touch your stomach, touch your stomach. Your stomach will be satisfied with the fruit of your mouth. This stomach, yeah. They feel your stomach well, like you know, go all around it. All of you can do it, it's okay. Some of you have a lot of area to cover, that's okay. Uh, that's right, that, it, it, it talks, we're talking about real satisfaction. Your stomach shall be satisfied with the fruit of your mouth. Your mouth, your mouth will bear fruit for your stomach to be filled. 
That's why I said some of them are remaining poor because they're not bearing fruit with their mouth. They don't have anything. Why? Because their language is all corrupted. If your language is right, you will have enough to be fed. You'll be satisfied. Say satisfied. Say satisfied. Satisfied. You'll be made full. Your stomach will be made full. Oh, that feeling. When you're famished and you go to a place that you like to eat from, you get the, the most favorite food that you want to eat. Maybe your, your mom's biryani or your wife's uh, chicken fry. Whatever it is, that thing that, you, that thing that you crave to eat and you're hungry and you're fed with that. Satisfied. The, the fruit of your mouth, your stomach shall be satisfied. It shall be filled. That feeling of having some good food fill your stomach. Oh, It's very scriptural, by the way. Jesus told his disciples, I'm hungry. And when they were hungry, he prepared breakfast for them. Hallelujah. He's mindful of our stomachs, his stomach. Man, and he's giving us a secret. To feed your stomach. To satisfy your stomach. Speak right. Speak right. Hallelujah. Speak right. You will be satisfied at all times. Now your next year's meals are being prepared right now as you speak right. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Your next year's meal is prepared right now as you speak right. That's why the church will have plenty in the season of famine. And that's, we all have experienced that. You know, I've experienced that. When all hell was breaking loose on this earth for two years, we had plenty. We, have, we were prospering. Amen. We were satisfied. There's an overflow. Hallelujah. You speak right. Your next year's breakfast, all your breakfast, all your lunch, all your dinners are being cooked right now in heaven. Hallelujah. The fruit of your mouth, the fruit of your mouth is preparing for you. It's, it, a, it's, it's creating a, 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 a spread, a lavish spread. The Lord prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. You know why? Because you speak right. You speak right. Hallelujah. Man. That, that cake is going into the oven right now when you speak right. That cake is going into the oven right now. Next year's cake. And it will be cooked right to perfection. You know why? Because you speak right. You speak right. And he goes on to say, He will be satisfied. Say satisfied. Oh, He will be satisfied with the product of his lips. The product of his lips. Look at that word. The product of his lips. I like this. Your mouth, your lips is producing products. I like the word product. I say products. You know, they, they get so excited when it's a product launch, a product launch, and they, they introduce the product. Apple is coming out with the iPhone 15, 14. Okay, iPhone 14. It's a product launch, and Lito is excited. Hallelujah. So the product launches excites us. You know why? Because we, are, and we want to know what are the features. It's going, to, it's going to make life simple for us. That's what we think. But look at this. You will be satisfied with the product of your lips. 
your mouth is a factory producing products for you your mouth is producing it's like a factory producing products for you for what to satisfy you to delight you there's an entire product line coming out of your lips to to delight your soul brands are being created to delight to bring delight i'm i'm talking product language now say so brands are being created to delight your soul when you speak right now the question is are you going for a a premium brand or are you going for a cheap brand you better speak premium amen because that, that's what the bible says he will be satisfied with the product of his lips with the brand of his lips your words are churning out products speak premium tell your neighbor speak premium speak premium tell your neighbor don't speak cheap you want ask your neighbor you want premium speak premium you want special speak special you want big speak big amen speak big hallelujah hallelujah praise god speak right concerning anything that you're facing in life speak right speak right speak the wisdom of god we're talking about the wisdom of god the wisdom of god your words reflect the wisdom of god and the wisdom of god does not want to give you something that is cheap something that is lackluster no he wants to give you the best it's the wisdom of god the best that's the wisdom of god concerning all things amen let's keep keep reading death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit hallelujah death and life are in the power of the tongue the power of the tongue hallelujah think about it death and life where is it the power of the tongue so what does that make you who's got the power of death and and life in his tongue or on his tongue god has he created everything created life by the words that he spoke and you are becoming god like been made god like in the image of god in the image of god that's why so much of power is reserved on your tongue is upon your tongue to speak right you want that healing to manifest speak life speak life and in the morning you have a you have a symptom if you're going to discuss the symptom you're going to talk about the symptom and you're going to worry about the symptom you're going to call everyone and talk about the symptom the symptom will become it'll aggravate it'll grow you you have to speak death to that symptom and life to your body hallelujah I'm telling you see getting healed is not a big deal that drives didn't intend to do it getting healed is not a is not a big deal for god your healing is not a big deal for god and he wants you to walk in health and healing and he's teaching you how you can do it the power of your tongue use the power of the tongue the power of the tongue the power of the tongue to declare to declare health over you healing over you no matter how many times this is being 
thought or spoken some people just just don't get this they would rather trust what the the medical science is telling them you have to find this this is truth this is the wisdom of god death and life are in the power of the tongue you have to declare i'm going to be i'm going to stay young how many of you want to declare that yeah i'm going to stay young because the the word of god you know it's a promise from the the word of god he will renew my my youth shall be renewed my youth shall be renewed a renewal of your youthfulness you shall be full of sap you shall be green full of vigor full of strength hallelujah you got to testify you got to declare the power is on the tongue then i want i want you to come and testify you know people mistook me for a teenager how old are you you are maybe in your 30s they came to you and say i you know things like that should happen it is possible you should look at least 20 years younger than how what you are at least 20 years is it possible i think so it is possible your youth is renewed renewed you know somebody saw i was looking at midu i just saw some one of my friends saw midu's uh, dance video and she texted midu chachi can still dance the same she's still full of energy that's a good testimony uh, a, a junior from school so uh, you know i i i sent i i put up put it up as a status or something she saw that video and said midu chachi can still dance the same she's full of energy that's a good testimony you must desire for those things death and life are in the power of the tongue speak it over you if you're going to say oh i am i'm feeling very old i got back pain and my god you know my knees are wobbly and this and that and that's your constant you know conversation about yourself your evaluation of yourself you're not going to look younger than how you look now hallelujah and those who love it will eat its fruit those who love it and indulge indulge in it will eat its fruit that's what one version says those who love it and indulge in it indulge in what in the power of the tongue indulge in the power of the tongue use the power of the tongue that's what it means if you're going to if you're going to showcase your tongue somewhere and not use it at all you're not going to eat of its fruit but he used the power of the tongue to create and to kill to create the wisdom of god into existence and to come against everything that is contrary to the wisdom of god every high and lofty thing that is raised up against the knowledge of god you destroy it by the words that you speak then it says those who love it will eat its fruit those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words hallelujah you must be so confident i'm going to bear the consequence of my words some of you are like you know, terrified you you know why because you've been speaking wrong if you speak right you will be confident in life you know you know that you're going to bear the consequences of your words i spoke right i always said the right thing i spoke in line with god's word i repeated even in my tough times i repeated what god spoke to me even in my tough times i confess the word of god 
and you're going to be so confident in life you know that you're going to bear the consequences of your words hallelujah are you getting this are you getting this your life must change from today and you go, you have to show up and you have to stand tall you know to every situation and you have to stand tall and say i'm going to bear the consequence of my words eat of its fruit one version puts it like this verse 20 and 21 words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest i like the next verse it says words kill and words give life they are either poison or fruit i'll repeat that one more time words kill words give life they are either poison or fruit and then hyphen it says you choose Want to repeat that one more time? Listen, listen, listen. Just listen here. It says, "Words skill." Say, "Words skill." Words give life. No, one more time. Words skill. Words give life. One more time. Words skill. Words give life. They are either poison or fruit. They are either poison or fruit. Say it. They are either poison or fruit. You choose. You choose. you can choose whether your words are going to be poisonous or your words are going to be a fruit unto you a fruit of life unto you it can be a life giving fruit or a death causing poison you choose your words can either be a life giving fruit or a death causing poison you choose it's your choice it's a choice that you have to make now you have to realize that your mouth has a higher utility than being a an opening to intake food taken food your mouth has a higher utility it's got a greater significance in your body than merely opening your mouth and swallowing food now some of you think the mouth is given to you just to swallow food that's wrong it's an extra work that the mouth does for you but the main use of the mouth is not swallowing your food the main use of your mouth is to create your future you got to put your tongue to better use than just tasting anything that fills your mouth you got you got to put your tongue to better use say better use than just tasting food Tasting food is good. It's a good thing that you do, but you have to put it to better use than that. Are you all here this morning, this afternoon? No, I cannot even begin to stress the importance—the importance of training your tongue to speak in line with God's word. This is this is the most important thing that you have to learn. The most important thing that you have to learn is to train your tongue. to speak in line with god's word if you stay away from the meditation of god's word your speech will be devoid of god's word i want to repeat that one more time if you stay away from the meditation of god's word 
your speech will be devoid of God's word. You got to open up the word. Say open the word. Meditate the word. Day and night meditate the word. You know what you're doing? You are scolding your tongue to speak the wisdom of God. It's like you're sending your kids to school. You're scolding your tongue to speak the wisdom of God. When you open that word and meditate on the word, you are training up your tongue to speak the wisdom of God. Why do we see a lack of wisdom sometimes? It's a lack of God's word. Lack of wisdom in a person's life is the lack of God's word. The wrong language in a person's life is the lack of God's word. Some of you are feeling really scratched. You're feeling the, the, the nail go deep on the skin. As I say this, the, the reason you, you, you see corruption in your language is, is a sign of the lack of God's word. Lack of God's word. Lack of meditating on God's word. Only God's word can fix your tongue. Only God's word can fix your language. That's why this book of the law shall not depart from your, from your, from your. The book of the law shall not depart from your. Everybody do this. Do this. This book of the law shall not depart from your. But you shall meditate on it day and night. That you'll be. So that. Be careful to do according to all that's written in it. So then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have success. Your way prosperous and, your, and you will have success. How? Put this in your mouth. Put this in your mouth. I said put the word of God in your mouth. Your way shall be prosperous. Put the word of God in your mouth. You shall have success. Hallelujah. I'm gonna. Okay, James chapter 3. Let me see if I can touch on that also. James chapter 3. We are doing the book of James. Uh, chapter 3 and verses 1 to 5. Let not many of you become teachers, my brethren. Knowing that as much as we will incur a stricter judgment. Hallelujah. Like that verse. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he's a perfect man. Able to bridle the whole body as well. Now if we put the bits into the horse's mouth so that they will obey us, we will direct their entire body as well. Now look at the ships also. Though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, are still directed by a very small rudder. Say very small rudder. A very small rudder. Wherever the inclination of the pilot desires. So also the tongue is a small part of the body. Yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. Now James starts the section by uh, reminding the, the readers about how teaching is a high calling. The first verse talks about, you know, don't, don't be quick to be a teacher. 
Why? It's a high calling. You're teaching somebody. It's a high calling. You're going to incur a stricter judgment. The standard that's going to be, you know, that's going to, God's going to use on you is going to be stricter. Why? Because you're leading somebody. You're teaching. Now, when he says, let not many of you become teachers, he's not trying to dissuade people from teaching. He's only establishing the fact that teaching is a high calling and that it must not be taken lightly. It's not a discouragement from you taking up teaching. But it's a reminder that you teaching is a high calling of God. Amen. It's a great responsibility. Whether you are aware of it or not, I have told this before, whether you are aware of it or not, you are teaching somebody right now. You're always teaching somebody. You might not be teach. The teachers are in uniform today. I didn't realize that. You might, be, you might not be in a school teaching. You might be having vacation. Okay? It might be a vacation for you. It might, it might be holidays for you. But you're still teaching somebody all the time. You are teaching somebody all the time. Your life is teaching somebody all the time. Your justice are teaching somebody all the time. Everything that you do, you are, you are being... You are, yeah, somebody is getting taught by you. That's why it says, do not let many of you become teachers, my brother, knowing that as such, we will incur a stricter judgment. Then he goes on to talk about the tongue. Say tongue. And he says, we all. Who is he referring to? He says, we all. He's referring to the world, every, every human being. We all. All of humanity stumble in many ways. One who does not stumble in what he says is the perfect man. Now what, you know what that means? Okay, I don't know whether you're going to get this, but let me try. He says, we all, all of humanity stumble in many ways. But if a person does not stumble in what he says, he's the perfect man. What does that mean? It means, if your language does not give away the fact that you are human, you're perfect. I'll repeat that one more time. If your language does not give away the fact that you are human, give away or if your language does not show signs of humanity, that means you're perfect. In other words, we can paraphrase it. If your language is of God, you're perfect. I hope you're getting this. Okay, read it one more time. We all stumble in many ways. All of humanity, all of mankind, we all stumble in many ways. But if a person, if a person does not stumble in what he says, he's a perfect man. Your speech must not be conformed to humanity. Your speech must not be in line with mankind. Your speech must be higher, say higher. It must be divine. The wisdom of God. You want to be perfect? You know what is perfection? Perfection is speaking the language of God. Perfection is learning the language of God. And adapting the language of God. That is perfection. The ability to talk like God is perfection. The ability to speak like Jesus. How many of you have prayed for this? I want to talk like Jesus. I prayed. It's still my prayer. The ability to talk like Jesus is perfection. Some of us are far from that. But I'm telling you, this is a desire that you must pursue in life. 
It's, it's something that the Holy Spirit can achieve in your life. The ability to talk like God. He's a perfect man. Goes on to say, able also to bridle the whole body as well. Perfection is being able to bridle the whole body with the tongue. If the tongue can control the course of your body, you're a perfect man. Then it goes on to talk about the horses, how the horses, uh, we put bits into the horse's mouth so that they will obey us. We direct their entire body as well. That means the horse is tamed and made to obey using bits in their mouth. We direct the whole body like that. The small bit in the horse's mouth can direct the course of the horse. It can direct the direction in which they move. Likewise, the tongue in your mouth can direct the line that you take in life. Are you all here? Are you getting this? You have to get this. Your tongue decides where you go. Not, your, not anything in your body. It's your tongue. Your tongue determines the course of your life. Your tongue decides the direction of your life. What you speak with your tongue is what you're going to be in life. What you speak with your tongue is what you're going to be in life. What you speak with your tongue is what you're going to have in life. Goes on to talk about the great ships in the sea are driven by strong winds. You know that? The great ships in the sea are driven by strong winds. But they are still directed by the pilot or the sailor using a very small rudder. Say rudder. Now we are all in this, on the sea of life. If I can put it like that. Now we are sailing, sailing through life. And just like the great ships in the sea, we are also being swayed by the winds. We are being swayed by the winds. But it goes on to say, however, say however. However, the ship is controlled by the pilot, say pilot, using a very small rudder. Now God wants to control the course of your life. He's the pilot in your life. Are you getting this? He's the pilot in your life who wants to control the course of your life. But he can do it only if you can let, give him control over your tongue. Just like how the pilot uses, the, the sailor uses the rudder to control the, the, the direction of the ship. You got to give him control over your tongue so that he can direct your steps accordingly. Now you want to keep control over your tongue? I'm telling you, you will have what you want. But do you want God wants you to have? Give him the control over your tongue. Make your tongue a slave unto him. Make your tongue a slave unto God, an instrument of righteousness, a member of righteousness, obeying the will of God and see what God can do with your life. Let's read it one more time. Look at the ships also. They also, they are so great and are driven by strong winds. They are so great. Talking about the big vessels in the sea. They are so great and are driven by strong winds. The great ships in the sea are driven by strong winds. Likewise, you are also driven by strong winds in life. 
and then it goes on to say are still directed by a very small rudder wherever the inclination of the pilot desires your pilot the holy spirit has a desire concerning your life there's an inclination which the holy spirit has concerning your life if you can give control of of your tongue to him he will direct it irrespective of the direction of the wind he will direct the course of your life you want to follow the trend of this world you don't have to do anything just keep quiet you will be swayed by the trends of this world now you will be carried by the waves of the sea tossed about by the winds of doctrine but you want what god wants you to have you want to see what god has seen for you you want to achieve where god wants you to be then allow that small rudder to be controlled by the pilot the holy spirit hallelujah i think these are these are things that we must ask you know, have you given control of your tongue to the holy spirit how much control does the holy spirit have over your tongue how much control does the holy spirit have over your tongue the winds of this world can try to drive you into many different directions if unchecked like the great ships you will also be driven by the trends of this world if unrestrained you will be tossed about in the sea you know by your worldly dreams and your desires everything that you dreamed about everything that you desire according to the world you will be tossed about but the pilot must have control over your directions based on his inclination i like that word in the bible it says inclination the pilot has an inclination concerning your life got to realize that the holy spirit has an inclination concerning your life do you know what's the inclination of the holy spirit concerning your life right now what is the holy spirit in inclination in your life concerning your life right now are you moving according to the inclination of the holy spirit is your life in line with the inclination of the holy spirit or are you far from the inclination of the holy spirit is the pilot driving you or the winds driving you is the pilot driving you or the winds driving you great ships are driven by the winds but still they can be controlled by the pilot according to the inclination of the pilot how about you you might be great you might consider yourself as a great person are you being driven by the winds of this world or are you being controlled by the inclination of the holy spirit hallelujah so also the tongue a small part of the body verse 5 yet it boasts of great things a small part of the body boasts it boasts of great things it's a very boastful thing your tongue is a is a boastful element in your body it boasts of great things how do you boast in life how do you make boast with your mouth right is a small element in your body a small member in your body but boasts of great things goes on to say see how a great forest is set aflame by such a small fire you know sometimes you read reports of how forest fire will wipe away acres acres of land acres of forest just like that one small spark somewhere one small spark maybe some one small fire maybe one small flame at the corner of that place 
it set ablaze that entire forest. It will set ablaze that entire forest. Wipe it away. Wipe it clean. What remains will be only ashes. This can happen to our lives. One wrong word can destroy sections of your life. One wrong word devoid of the counsel of God can wipe away, can lick away sections of your life. Some of you are feeling uncomfortable. I know that you're feeling uncomfortable. It's all right to feel uncomfortable in the presence of God. It's all right. Because He's going to comfort you soon. If you receive this teaching, He's going to comfort you soon. I said, sections of your life, phases of your life, seasons of your life can get wiped away by one wrong word that you said, one wrong sentence that you believed, one wrong philosophy that you held on to. Your entire sections can get wiped off. That's what this says. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. Say small fire. A small fire can destroy acres of land, acres of forest. Acres. Large pieces of greenery destroyed by one small fire. One small word. One small godless idea which you blurted out with your mouth. This is serious stuff. I hope you're feeling it. I'm feeling it. Now I'm feeling the heat already. One small godless idea which you allow to proceed from your mouth can destroy seasons of your life. Because you went against the inclination of the pilot which was supposed to be given, transferred to your tongue. The inclination of the pilot must have been transferred to your tongue. You didn't allow that to happen. You spoke something else, which proceeded from the depths of your being, your desires, your dreams, your aspirations, what you, what you received from the world. That became your agenda in life. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, yet it boasts of great things. See how a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. Now I pray for you that your tongue will be the pen of a ready writer. When I read that in Psalm 45, verse 1, may your tongue be the pen of a ready writer, writing and scripting the course of your life according to the counsel of God. If your, if your tongue is not being used by God, I'm telling you, your script is not looking so great. Your script is looking very dull. If your tongue is not moving in the direction that God wants it to move, if, you, if your tongue is not writing like the, the pen of a ready writer, your future is not looking so great. But you want to see the future God has for you. He has got an expected end concerning your life. You want it to come to pass? Allow this tongue to be swayed in the direction in the decibel, in the, uh, in the syllables that God wants you to utter, with the loudness with which He wants you to utter, and see what God can do. I'm speaking to myself this morning. I don't care whether you're responding. I don't care whether you're receiving. Yeah, because I'm receiving. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this. May your tongue be the pen of a ready writer, poetically scripting the forthcoming chapters of your life in rich and divine language. The forthcoming chapters of your life is being scripted by you. 
in rich language expressive language full of decoration by the holy spirit the tongue be the pen in his hand speak right don't speak nonsense don't speak rubbish don't leave stray marks in that script unnecessary lines don't add to the script don't delay when you, when you when you add some things on your own you're delaying the destiny that god has for you that's why jesus said jesus said this amazing 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 principle matthew chapter 15 verse 11 matthew 15 and verse 11 he said it is not what enters the mouth that defiles the person or corrupts the person but what comes out of the mouth this defiles the person your speech will defile you we take take so much care in what we eat we we sterilize our food we boil our food we cook it double time we wash it now we in today we have a lot of products to wash our vegetables to make sure that all the toxins are washed away and this and that all kinds of nonsense you do all that you know why because you are afraid whether your stomach will get defiled your your body will get defiled by what you take in It's a good practice, but the Bible says you are not defiled by that. You are not corrupted by the what goes in, but you are corrupted by the words that you speak. It means even if you take poison, if you can speak the word of God, you can still survive. And I said, when you take poison, I'm not saying that you should go and take poison by mistake. By if by chance you happen to take something that is toxic to you, poisonous to you, fatal to you, if your language is right, you can still survive. The food is sanctified by word and by prayer, Amen. by thanksgiving. Hallelujah! You know, every time you sit before food, you're going to talk about this and that. Oh, this is so bad. This is so this. This is going to affect my lungs, my my kidney, my this and that. My if you if you don't want to eat something, don't eat that. God will. You no, know, one principle that I follow in life concerning food is God will satisfy my mouth with good things. So those things that I want to eat. it is good for my body those things i will have a desire for as a promise you want to have a desire for good things pray about it lord give me give me a a satisfaction for good things that will be good to my body but don't sit in front of food and you talk about oh this is going to be affect my heart this is going to affect my kidney my liver everything is going to go but i'm still going to eat it <laughs> huh that's sin that's right it's sin you don't want to eat it you don't eat it Now you 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 want to form your own diet? Go ahead and form your own diet. You you follow what God wants you to follow, the wisdom of God. But don't talk rubbish in front of food. But know that what defiles you, what corrupts you, far greater than the things that you intake, are the things that come out of your heart. Your language corrupts your future. Your your stupid ideas can corrupt your future. your inclinations which is devoid of the inclination of god can corrupt your future it can set a blaze forest in your life greenery in your life wipe it off from your life terrains of your life will remain as ashes if you don't go by the inclination of god 
Now some version says, he then called the crowd together and said, listen and take this to heart. It is not what you swallow that pollutes your life, but what you vomit up. Wonderful. Jesus can, only Jesus can talk like that. It's not what you swallow that pollutes you, but what you vomit up. The words of your mouth that pollutes you. Hallelujah. And you must, and this is a good prayer that you must pray and teach your children, you know, make it a practice in your family. Lord, help me to, to talk right. Help me to talk right. You know, I, the number of times I've been convicted of the Holy, when I say something wrong, I can actually hear a beep. I can actually hear. This happened to me many times, over and over. I said, why did I say that? And I probably am about to explain it further, say something more about it. And the Holy Spirit said, no. Be quiet. And I ask for forgiveness. I receive forgiveness and I move on. It, it must happen to you. He must have control over your tongue. Because we see, we are, we are in this world. We are swayed. Even great ships are swayed by the winds of this world. Winds of the sea. Likewise, our life can also be swayed by winds. But we must always give. Give in to the inclination of the pilot. And allow the tongue to respond in the direction that the pilot wants us to respond. Like the rudder is being driven. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you getting something this morning? Hallelujah. And I pray, pray, pray for premium language. You must pray, Lord, I want a premium language upon my tongue. I want to speak heaven's language. I want to be perfect in life. I want, to, I want to learn the language of God. I want to speak like how Jesus spoke. I want to speak like how Jesus spoke. I want to sing like how Jesus sang. Your desire. 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 It's a wisdom. It's a wisdom is words. Wisdom is words. Hallelujah. Words, words. 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 Your words. Watch your words. Tell your neighbor, watch your words. Tell your neighbor, mind your language. Mind your language. Hallelujah. The pilot has an inclination. Know it. Know the inclination of the pilot. Father, we come to you this, this morning, this afternoon, Lord. Thank you for speaking to us. Lord, we desire one thing. We want what you want us to have. We want to be moved by the inclination of God. We want to be moved by the inclination of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Anything that stands in the way of us moving in the direction, Lord. Lord, we pray that you'll prevent us, Lord, from from doing that, from speaking the wrong words. Lord, we pray that you'll touch our tongue. Lord, even as prophets of old prayed, Lord, touch my lips. The coal from the altar of heaven, touch our lips. Holy Spirit fire, touch our lips, touch our tongue. Sanctify our tongue. Sanctify our tongue to speak life, to speak the truth, to speak the wisdom of God, to speak the word of God. If any man speaks, let him speak like God. Let him speak like God. We want to speak like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Thank you Lord for teaching us today that we can be we can be satisfied with the product of our mouth that you'll fill us Lord with the product of our mouth by the fruit of our tongue the fruit of our mouth we can be filled by that thank you for the gentle reminder even today Lord we pray that you will transform the way we speak holy spirit transform the way we speak oh lord help us to create healthy environment for our children healthy environment for our children to grow up lord not not repeating the nonsense of this world not parroting the the words of this system but sanctifying our atmosphere in our homes with the word of god that our children grow up listening to it that he'll be trained she'll be trained from a young age they'll be trained they will not depart from it even when they are old we pray for that grace to train up our children to train up the next generation in the language of god or we won't be schooled by the holy spirit to speak right to speak right to speak right story lord we want to ask sorry for for standing in the way of your plan and lord we receive forgiveness we receive forgiveness every destructive word that proceeded from our mouth concerning our own lives everything we thought was right but was wrong today lord we we repent of those things and we receive we receive the grace of god we receive the grace of god to move up to change we receive the grace of god to change may the righteousness of god be revealed even the way we speak take over fill our mouth with righteous words fill our mouth fill our thoughts with righteous words every mindset that is opposing to the counsel of god every lofty thing that is raised up against the knowledge of god be destroyed even in our minds lord we pray we speak destruction every stronghold in our minds we speak destruction we bring it down in jesus mighty name it shall not remain we have the mind of christ we will speak with the mind of christ we will speak wisdom thank you father for everything we receive your grace we receive your mercy thank you for everything blessed be your name blessed be your name blessed be your name Lord, we pray that Lord, we will testify of how our language has been upgraded, upgraded this season. Lord, that they let the church undergo an upgradation, Lord. The way we speak, that we speak wisdom, speak as the oracles of God, the wisdom of God. We'll discuss the wisdom of God. We'll strengthen each other by the wisdom of God. We'll build. by the wisdom of god will uproot by the wisdom of god we ask for wisdom thank you lord it is already in us the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are deposited within us lord we pray it'll come forth it'll come forth it'll flow freely without interruption let it flow freely thank you for everything father let your name be glorified in everything that we do in everything that we speak in everything that we think be glorified be pleased the meditations of our heart the words of our mouth be acceptable lord we pray that the righteousness of god will empower us in this area we receive it in jesus mighty name we pray amen 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 
Hello, this is Nisha Dilipkoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.